It's Tuesday, December 8, 2015. This is the time. This is the moment. Crunch time in Paris as United Nations climate talks seek global agreement. Might that not scare people who Absolutely. think Absolutely. Bernie Sanders proposes a national carbon tax. Goldman Sachs predicts exponential growth in renewable energy. Plus, good news. Finally. <laughs> global emissions decline in 2015 and not because of global economic recession. All of those stories and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Thank you, Trevor. As you know, we're all going to die. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, crunch time indeed in Paris. Uh, Will they be able to walk away with an agreement or not? Will the agreement be enough of an agreement to, you know, just save the world? Well, that's a lot to ask for one agreement, but there does seem to be a lot of optimism right now in Paris. In the final week of the United Nations climate talks, where high-level government officials from the nations of the world are negotiating a comprehensive international agreement to cut greenhouse gas emissions that cause dangerous global warming. Deep conflicts remain over how much money rich countries will give to developing and poor countries to prepare for climate impacts and to help them develop clean energy resources. Secretary of State John Kerry, speaking in Paris with U.S. media outlet Mashable, said he believes that reaching an agreement will unleash clean energy investment. Setting the targets is a huge signal to the marketplace. And then the marketplace will begin, I think, to move into gear. And and I'm I'm quite confident that we're going to see a massive transformation in technology over the course of the next five years. And in fact, even before any climate agreement has even been completed, investment bank Goldman Sachs has issued a major new report stating that they believe the global transition to a low-carbon economy is already well underway and projected, quote, exponential growth in the solar and wind industries over the next five years. Uh-oh. Well, if Goldman Sachs is saying that now, I'm dubious. Meanwhile, in U.S. presidential politics, independent senator from Vermont and Democratic presidential candidate Bernie Sanders has released an ambitious new energy policy calling for massive investments in clean energy sources and instituting an economy-wide carbon tax on emissions. When CBS Face the Nation host John Dickerson asked if the idea of a carbon tax would scare people, Sanders said the impacts of climate change are much scarier. We have a moral obligation to move aggressively to transform our energy system away from fossil fuel to energy efficiency and sustainable energy, and that is what my legislation does. So you want to talk about being frightened. I am frightened about the planet we're going to leave our kids if we don't act. So the idea, and at least Bernie Sanders is saying it, is that you need to put a price on carbon. Somebody has to pay for all of this pollution that is now happening. And frankly, I'm convinced that the only real way to reduce those emissions is to make it so that it costs someone, so they have no choice but to lower the emissions to save money. It's a free market idea, frankly. Yes, it's the idea that polluters pay rather than taxpayers for the pollution that they produce. And right now, it's the taxpayers who are paying. Right. 
Among other things, Sanders' plan would repeal billions in annual taxpayer subsidies to the fossil fuel industry. It would ban Arctic oil drilling, ban offshore oil drilling, ban fracking for natural gas, and stop exports of liquefied natural gas and crude oil. That's a lot of banning. But is banning necessary if we institute the carbon tax? In other words, maybe they'll just stop on their own because it costs too much to produce. I think the idea behind the bans is to keep it in the ground. Otherwise, those who can afford it will pay for it to be extracted. So even with a carbon tax, some people will say, hey, no problem, I'll pay for it. Right. Finally, some good news. Global greenhouse gas emissions rose only slightly last year in 2014 and appear to have declined in 2015. That's according to scientists publishing Monday in the journal Nature Climate Change. They say that if the trend holds and is confirmed, it would mark the first ever decline in carbon emissions in a year when the world economy was not in recession. The researchers say the new numbers may be evidence of changing behavior as more countries invest in renewable energy, such as solar and wind power. Some uncommonly good news from you, Desi Doy. And for much more on all of those stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Download our reports anytime via iTunes or Stitcher or TuneIn. Find us and follow us on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. This is the time. This is the moment. Spread it across the country. Can we go back? This is the moment. Tonight is the night.